this fourth Sunday of Easter, we also come to the seventh weekend now, where we've had uh, the cancellation of all public Masses here in the Diocese of Bismarck. And the seventh weekend, we've offered Mass to you from our rectory chapel here at St. Mary's Parish. As many of you know, we're very happy to announce that um, Masses for the public will now resume beginning this week. Uh, Bishop Kagan made that announcement here um, a couple days ago, and we're, we're very excited to return to the public celebration of the Mass. And uh, as you know, our first daily Mass will be our 7 a.m. Parish Mass on Wednesday, May 6th, and then our first weekend Masses here will be this coming weekend, May 9th and 10th, Mother's Day weekend, and we'll have our 4.30 p.m. Saturday evening Vigil Mass on May 9th, and our regular Sunday Mass schedule on May 10th of 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 6.30 p.m. And so uh, please note that. And in the meantime, it's also worth mentioning uh, Bishop Kagan's statement. I trust that you've had a chance to um, spend some time looking at it. But he did mention that the dispensation from the obligation to attend and participate in Mass on Sundays and Holy Days does remain in effect until further notice for anyone who is hesitant or afraid at this time to be in larger groups or gatherings. So for those of you who might have an underlying health condition or just you're not ready to get back in the swing of things, uh, please know that your obligation to attend Sunday Mass, which we have, um, continues to be dispensed. You, you know what? You, you don't have to, to come to Mass if you're hesitant for that. And so please know that. And also, in, in light of that, we're continuing to do our best uh, to plan to offer our Masses from the Church as we celebrate them in a public way on our website, so through different streaming. And so please come back to our parish website for more information on that. We, we really do plan to do the uh, daily Masses for you to offer that. And also uh, the plan is to offer our Sunday Mass for you uh, by 7 a.m. on Sunday morning. So that would be on the website as well. So please make note of that. And then finally, on, on a practical level, we're asking everyone to do your best to cooperate with the different guidelines that Bishop Kagan has, um, that he has offered to us that these are for your welfare and our welfare, for the health and well-being of everybody who is coming to, to Mass. And so you're going to notice that we're asking you to continue to social distance. Every other pew will be marked off and unavailable. Uh, so there'll be things like that that you'll notice that might take some getting used to for, for all of us. So please do your best uh, to be patient and cooperate and, and kind with those guidelines that are for the health and well-being of everyone coming to our Mass. And so please, please, please do that. You know, I noticed in the opening prayer today on this Good Shepherd Sunday, just to kind of uh, tidy this up for a moment, that the prayer said, um, lead us to the joys of heaven so that the humble flock, the humble flock may reach where the brave shepherd has gone before. Jesus is the brave shepherd or the humble flock that are asked to follow uh, the lead of those who are entrusted with leadership. 
And so we have to make sure that we're being uh, a humble flock. Um, and, and I'm trying my best to do the same. All right. So thank you for your attention. We can't wait to see you at Mass. And we can't wait to continue to provide for you online Masses for those who are unable to join us. Uh, this has been so interesting these last seven weeks on Sundays being here rather than um, with a large group of people. And for both Father Wolf, we miss so many of you. And we're grateful to get back into the swing of things um, bit by bit. We're really amazed how many of you have joined us. We're so thankful that you've been joining us for our daily Masses. Uh, over thousands of, of viewers each Sunday Mass. Uh, it's really incredible. So thank you so much. This has been a, a challenging time, but also a very special time. Uh, there's been a lot of grace in my own heart, and I think a lot of that comes from your prayers and your support. So thank you for that. It is um, deeply appreciated. And uh, whatever you missed in my announcement that I just made the last uh, four minutes or so, you can catch at the end of today's Mass if you miss any of it. We have a short little video for you um, explaining some of those items. This fourth Sunday of Easter is always known as Good Shepherd Sunday, right? Good Shepherd Sunday. The reason it's known as Good Shepherd Sunday is because the Gospel, whether it's this year, next year, or the next year, the readings are on a three-year cycle, the Gospel account always comes to us from John chapter 10, in which Jesus presents himself, uh, reveals himself as the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd who does not abandon his sheep, that does not abandon his flock. In our opening prayer, as I just mentioned, made reference to Jesus as this brave shepherd, as the good shepherd. And you'll notice uh, a couple kind of things that Jesus says the good shepherd does before he identifies himself as the good shepherd. He says, the shepherd calls his own sheep by name. That the shepherd hears the voice of his sheep. That the shepherd leads them, that he leads them. Hmm. And then he says that he is the good shepherd. So what does Jesus do for us? He hears us. He hears our voice. He knows our voice better than anyone. Wants to hear our voice. He delights in it. He longs for it. He wants us to share things with him. He wants us to relate our concerns and our anxieties and our uncertainties and our burdens with him. It's what he's waiting for. The sheep hears his voice. The sheep hears the voice of his sheep. The shepherd calls his own sheep by name. That he doesn't only know our voice, but he knows our name. And he calls us by name. That Jesus doesn't just look out at his sheep and see countless souls. He's God. And he is able to know us by name, personally and intimately. 
the shepherd calls his sheep by name. And then finally he leaves them out. He leaves us. That we follow the brave shepherd as the humble flock. So I think it's so important for us to be able to acknowledge that there are times when we don't view Jesus as he has shown himself to be. And in this case, the Good Shepherd, who knows our voice, who knows our name, and who leads us. Now, what does all of that result in? What is the end result of Jesus knowing our voice, knowing our name, and leading us? Is it just some kind of vague vagueness? <laughs> no. The end result says, or Jesus says, I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus himself says that he has come, that he may allow us to have life and have it more abundantly. Do we have that? Do we have the abundant life that Jesus wants us to have? What does abundant life mean? It means fullness, the fullness of life, which yes, at times has its crosses, has its anxieties, has, it bur has its burdens. But he wants us to experience the fullness of life that he has intended for us. And so whatever in our heart says differently, that fullness of life is not for me. That is the voice of the thief, who Jesus says comes to steal and slaughter and destroy as opposed to what Jesus comes to do, to allow us to have life and have it more abundantly. May we desire it, may we want it, and we, may we know that the path to abundant life is knowing that Jesus hears our voice, he knows our name, and he leads us as the brave shepherd, and we follow as the humble faithful flock. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, subscribe to our St. Mary's Parish YouTube channel or visit our parish website, stmarysbismarck.org. God bless.